0: Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we this morning? GP, it's good to have you here this morning. How are you? Awake. And you? I've been awake, GP. Thanks for asking. Nine hours ahead of you. (laughs) I was having coffee while you were going to sleep. So what do we got going on today? What's going to be? Oh, sorry. To be honest with you, I was going to talk about the, uh, the new Air Force One jet that can travel at Mach 5. What do you think about that? I don't know, Bruce. Bruce.
1: How was your morning, and what do you think?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Way to pass the buck. GP. It's
2: good. Thank right. you. Thank you. Yeah, good. Um, oh, Bruce, you're here. Good yeah, morning. Uh, How are you this morning? Yeah. I'm yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, You know, I'm 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 just a normal resident, so you know, I'm yeah, you know, mm. easily easily looked over. No, oh, yeah, I'm I'm actually kind of looking forward to that jet to see uh see if it really does as advertised. I mean, it's kind of interesting that just a startup company that hasn't produced anything was able to win the contract, but you know, sounds Did safe. We. Yeah. So the, uh, some of the, um, startup co-founders, the, the co-founders were alumni, this says of SpaceX, uh, blue origin and generation orbit. That's
0: Jeff Bezos's company is a uh, space company, right? Blue origin. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Jeff Bezos. Yeah.
0: Huh. OK, so when is this thing due and how much is it going to cost? How much how much is the taxpayer going to have to pay? That's the question.
2: Well, let's see. I believe they they're going to have a test model within five years. Uh, so we, we won't see anything for a while. Price tag. I'm, I'm looking for the price tag. I don't I'm not seeing it. Oddly enough, they don't say what the price tag is. I don't see a price
0: tag. But okay. Mach 5, traveling at five times the speed of sound. Okay, this will put you just put that into perspective. This will take this will take you from New York to Paris in 90 minutes. That's pretty damn fast. So Mach 5, you can't really you can't be Air Force One like you can't not not in the sense that we know Air Force One now. So, for example, that's essentially that's the it's the Oval Office in the air, right? That's what it is. And so the president has like his office. He's got, uh, you know, bedrooms, conference rooms, all that stuff. Uh, I think the model of it, you could see in the movie Air Force One with Harrison Ford. I think they actually did the template. Like the set was modeled off of the plane itself. So... You, and I think you can even actually look it up online, how it's constructed. It's, it's quite interesting. But the, um, the plane itself, you couldn't go about all that business. You know, you couldn't go to your office. If you're the president, you couldn't go to the office. You couldn't have conference rooms. You couldn't uh, go down and, and prepare meals in a galley. You couldn't sleep, you know, in, in a bedroom or something. If you're in a Mach 5 plane, that doesn't make sense. You'd have to be strapped in the whole time, right?
2: Well, once the plane gets up to speed, um, I, I'm, it would be fine. It would be no different than what we experience now. Um, you know, the takeoff and landing is really the only time you have to be buckled or, or, or during turbulence. This would fly far above uh, any kind of turbulence that you would run into. Um, typically, uh, the turbulence you run into, what, about 30,000, 40,000 feet roughly in that area uh, and lower. This will easily be traveling at anywhere from 80 to 100,000 feet. Um, The current SR 71, which is, you know, for people that don't know, that's a spy plane that moves at Mach 3 military. It travels at uh, 85,000 feet because this is moving faster. You want the thinner atmosphere uh, so that you can travel at those speeds without generating too much heat from friction. Uh, So I imagine that's probably closer to the altitude they'll be running. The engines, though, on this, I'm curious are they going to be your jet engine type or is this going to be more of a, a thruster engine or something you know like because uh, that's you to to have enough uh propulsion to travel at that speed you have to have a pretty large intake at those altitudes uh to get the amount of compression and everything you need
0: well the concept looks pretty interesting i mean i have to say that really looks like a jet from the future doesn't it
2: yeah the concept looks like something out of sci-fi uh it looks it looks pretty cool no windows doesn't look like right yeah, they probably honestly at those speeds with that amount of friction, heat generation. No I yeah, no way. don't think you could have windows. I mean, huh. maybe even even with you might be able to do some kind of an aluminum glass um, uh, thing there. But even still, I, I don't know that you could really do it, which means they're probably they're going to be having um, the cockpit and everything will probably have. What our jets now have, which is um, they have cameras on the thing, and some of our our current fighter jets, the newer ones, have cameras and whatnot, and you can actually look down and see through your your pilot seat and and you know all the all the, everything there because of the cameras, right? It, it feeds uh, the camera feed to to your one of your um, visor thing, you know, the, the helmet visor, and you're able to see through that. You have a better view of um, you know in, in case of dogfight or finding a target or whatever so I'm I'm speculating they're probably using similar technology here uh, for the pilots. And to answer my own question about how they're pro- uh, doing propulsion on there, uh, they said it is a turbine based combined cycle engine. So it's basically modern engines just kind of souped up and specialized for this.
0: So essentially, it's a uh, it's a Concord
2: on steroids is essentially what it is, right? Yeah, more going into the realm of the SR-71, which is like 40 years old now. They're using similar technology there that's been adapted and, you know, more advanced. Uh, part of the problem with the SR-71, though, you kind of alluded to it, is uh, you, you have to wear a, basically a spacesuit, you know, a, a compressurized suit. For this, I don't know that they would actually have to do that. If they could pressurize the cabin and have it, you know, the possibility, if there's any kind of depressurization in any of the cabins, that you would be able to seal off other parts of the cabin. Uh, So if the president was in, you know, his office or whatever, and you lose pressurization in a part of it, you know, theoretically, you could you could, um, you know, cordon that off and chamber it off and be able to have him still function in his office. Um, and still lose pressure in and, and different parts of the craft uh, if there was an emergency or something.
0: Yeah. You know, you mentioned the SR-71 there. It's funny because, as you said, that's going on, what'd you say, 40 years old? I mean, the more things change, yeah. the more they stay the same. That's what it seems like. It's like we're using, we're using that old technology. Same thing with the new, um, the new rebirth of the, or excuse me, the rebirth of the new Concorde. Essentially, that's what they're doing. They're taking what we had before, and we're actually just bringing it up to the new age. And this one, that seems like they're going further with that. Any time frame on
2: when this will be ready? Uh, so the prototype is within the next five years. So assuming, uh, you know, if, if they come out with the prototype in a, like, in a couple of years, then you won't see this until probably... Uh, I'm, I'm going to take a stab and say it's probably going to be probably 2028. That president will see it, maybe. Hmm. Okay. Well... <laughs> Let's uh, let's hope that's
0: not. But shall we? Let's hope that's not him. Yeah. Uh, not, Biden not on his, not that on his second right. term. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that guy's yeah, going to make it to the
2: debates, let alone the second term. Yeah. And that's not us being facetious or, or no. We, like no. The, we're seeing a very clear degradation in, in his uh, mental faculties which I think is the way he was stumbling over the other day.
0: Yeah. And to be honest with you, I mean it's I, I just I I can't say this enough, man. I'm so like I'm sad for the guy. I'm I'm legit sad for the guy. I mean, I've seen people with cognitive issues and I'm really sad for the guy. I I I legit feel bad for him. I mean, I understand he's he's bad, he's corrupt and all that stuff. I I get it, man, but every time I see this guy come out and say something, it's like, "Oh, Joe, just go home, man. You know, he is home. But I mean, just stop. And I would really love to know where's his family? Where's his family? Where's somebody coming out saying, okay, we're not going to do this anymore. Where's the DNC coming out saying we're not going to do this anymore? And just put somebody else on the ticket. I mean, that's what they want to do anyway.
2: So just put somebody else on the ticket. Can they do that at this point, though? I mean, yeah, he's not confirmed (sighs) as the nominee. True. I mean, technically, they could do it at this point, and I don't know that they would have much backlash if they put someone that the left approves of. You know, they're a, already like burning Sanders the streets. Type.
0: Down. They're already burning the streets yeah. down. What more can they do? Right.
2: Right. Well, I shouldn't I, say that I was they'll do something they, stupid. Yeah, I shouldn't say that they'll do something yeah. even more crazy. Right. Right. I, I mean, if they don't put someone in that's like extreme left, then you're going to see the left go even, uh, you know, even more. Stupid. Uh, so uh, I don't know. Explosion in Baltimore. Was this an accident? So what happened mm-hmm. in Baltimore? I see
1: that you put up there on the list a major explosion, children trapped. Is that where? Yeah. you yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm trying well, to figure out what
2: it is. Okay. Yeah. So there was an explosion. Uh, what time was it? Uh, I'm wanting to say it was early morning, but uh, yeah, th- there was some um, people that were trapped under there. It, it, it's kind of clickbaity. The the title. Uh, saying that children trapped people are trapped I mean there were some children involved but because it says children trapped well now it's like what was this a school building or or like a daycare or something but it was some adults with their kids and they were trapped in there uh, I, I believe it might have been a residential area uh, they're not saying what the cause of the explosion was uh, but the building is completely leveled I don't know if you're seeing the pictures of this but like yeah it's just debris I don't I don't know if they had a gas leak or if this was um, uh, something more nefarious, um, such as, um, you know, like a meth lab or something that that went up. Baltimore. eh, I don't I
0: don't know about all that, but they have. Yeah. okay. so it's it's essentially it's like the uh, the row style housing, like the brick row style housing. So they call them row houses in uh, in Baltimore. And that's what it is. The five residences right there, it looks like the whole building just went up. All of it, yeah. and man, yeah. just leveled everything. One person was pronounced dead on the scene. Rescuers are communicating with uh, one person still trapped. They're working to get to the one person. Man, that looks bad. Yeah, it looks pretty bad. Yeah, that's that's bad. We are at a borderline mass casualty at this point. The explosion has affected at least three blocks. Uh, three dwellings are completely
2: destroyed. They say major yeah, gas explosion. Yeah, you can explosion. see kind of in- that's what it is. Gas explosion. Oh, it was a gas explosion. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah you can you can kind of tell there uh, the building next to it. you can kind of see it uh, in some of the shots. Uh, it's some of it's standing like the brick is still standing, but you can tell it's burned out like the roof is gone and the windows are blown out and you know some of the wall looks like it's falling off and whatnot. So yeah, it's a that's a sad ordeal, it's pretty bad indeed. uh okay over to
0: Chicago. I want to talk a little bit about Chicago this afternoon. Not right now. I don't want to get into too much, but I want to talk more about like the shootings and the crime that's out of control, the looting and what's going on. You know, I just saw a video of what happened in Chicago last night. They were driving stolen Audis, driving them through storefronts, and there were crowds in the streets just going in and looting everything pathetic, pathetic. And what happens? Mayor Lori Lightfoot. That's I think it is not one of your favorite mayors, Bruce. Yeah, she's she's up there on the towards the top of the list. Yeah, she's up there. She's up Mm -hmm. there. Yeah, she's she's Mm -hmm. you know, she's a public figure. You know, she's 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 on TV. She's got to make public appearances. Right. She She broke up. She had the audacity to break up a gay beach party, but she failed to protect downtown. Now, If you want to go to that beach party, I'm not saying anything about that. What I'm saying is, is that she decided she was going to pay attention to breaking up that party, but she let the downtown area go up. So much so they're actually lifting the drawbridges in downtown Chicago to stop the looters from crossing over into other parts of the city. She puts out on her Twitter... She says it's called and she puts a picture of the the beach party that was at Montrose Beach. She says it's called a pandemic, people. This is reckless behavior. It is what will cause us to shut the parks down in the lakefront. Don't make a step backwards. Yet there's rioting and there's looting all downtown and not one word is said about it. So she goes out and decides she's going to shut down these people's beach party and she leaves downtown to go up in flames.
2: So what happened to the LGBT community being the... Uh, the untouchables, right? Uh, they're, they're no longer like she's, this is clearly a gay beach party, right? And it's, it's okay that she shut them down. That's it, all right. It, it, you know, they no don't worry. care, yeah, middle they of the don't care about the, they don't care about the LGBT community. They never have. They just use them. No, no. But that, that's my point is if somebody on the right, were if this was a red state that did this and shut it down, oh, the, the media oh, would goodness. go. Yeah. They, they would just have a conniption fit about it. So she later had fencing erected in the area of uh, Montrose. Really? Beach. Oh, she did. Yeah. She did. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, honestly, uh, pfft, uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a rebellious type. I would, uh, Hey, we're going to go have a party at the beach and we're going to remove all the fencing. I'd tear the fence and down. Just yeah, exactly. I'd tear the fence tear it down. up and roll it up and yeah. go into, the, I mean, it's, it's public property. It's like, they can't go in and do that. I mean, obviously they can't because of the government, they're doing it. Right. But, um, hmm. Of course, yeah, then they'll try to slap you with uh, damaging government property or whatever for removing oh, the fence. Of course,
0: you can't remove
2: that fence. No goodness, <laughs> no. That's no. that's damaging public property. You can't do that. Going on the the fact that she's completely ignoring the the rioting and whatnot that was happening in the streets. And where were you on that? Like, where, where's your statement saying this is going to cause us to shut down again? This, this kind of um, behavior. How'd you put it? Reckless behavior. Is what's going to cause us to shut down again? Uh, where, where's where's your stance on that? Uh, I mean, as you said, they they took they, they stole cars to smash them through the storefronts and then started looting the place. Um, There's actually you know, that, video that, of that further down. There's video. Yeah, of that. um, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, it, it's hypocritical at, at this point. You know, and where's the um, where's the outcry on that one?
0: You know, this is another aspect of division, and, and I want to talk about how the, the the media and the system is dividing everybody and. I, I think it's a great topic to cover this afternoon. So we're going to focus on unity in a time of universal division, which that's what it is. We need unity and we need calls for unity. And if you're going to enforce something like this, which I think all of it's complete nonsense anyway, but if you're going to enforce things like that, then you need to be equal across the board. You can't you can't shut down a beach party because, you know, people are out there. No one's wearing masks, doing social distancing. But yet you're ignoring out of control thugs in downtown that steal cars, driving through storefronts, smash out windows, burn riot and loot. That that is hypocritical to the highest degree. And so that has to be um, sorry, that has to be addressed, has to be addressed. And you know something that is absolutely shameful out of any mayor. I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. I do, I wouldn't care if it was John Daly that was still the mayor in uh, uh, in Chicago or even Rahm Emanuel. That would be shameful on them if they would allow such things. And you know something I couldn't imagine at this point. I don't think I could imagine Mayor Daley or Mayor Emanuel allowing that at this point. Could you? Do do you think that they would have allowed this kind of behavior?
2: The rioting? No. I I don't think they would. No. Well, and Chicago also has another thing coming uh, towards them right now. As of um, uh, recording, they are currently in a tornado warning. Really? Well, yeah, they don't call it
1: the
0: Windy City for nothing. GP, how's your pick up a piece of trash campaign?
1: Uh, it's on a little stump right now because uh, they're they're kind of. Ugh, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into why. All right, it's having right, right. problems. So. All right, so because uh, it's, not the, it's not the people's fault that are preventing us from doing it. Okay,
0: so let's let's talk about this. We were talking about the uh, the new Air Force One and companies like Virgin Galactic and things like that and Virgin Atlantic. Richard Branson, they're coming out with this new Concorde thing, and I think there's a U.S. company coming out with one. I don't know, but SpaceX with Elon Musk. They're now doing a deal. They're a Pentagon contractor now. What's that mean? What are they going to start doing for them?
2: More than likely, probably helping put up the satellites and the um, uh, stations they're talking about making with um, their own, you know, Space Force. So you think it's a Space Force deal? yeah i'm i'm speculating that that's probably involved there um more than likely since since you know musk has put multiple craft in space um they're working on a larger craft Uh, he's already getting government money anyway for tesla and spacex so why not uh why not just contract him out to do uh you know military related stuff so it's no surprise really He, he was already being subsidized uh for the tesla stuff you know the the Uh, It's supposed to be environment friendly stuff. And uh, yeah, so it's no surprise.
0: He does get subsidies. Yeah. But I mean, that's we talked about that before. That's money that's already earmarked for certain projects anyway. So it's not like he's going cap in hand to the government saying, "Uh, give me money to do this. The government's already decided that they're going to take that route. And he's adapted his company accordingly to be able to access those funds and create that product. And to be fair, I mean, I'm not picking favorites here, but to be fair, he does make a superior product in that particular
2: realm. Would you not agree with that? So far, it appears that way. Yeah, uh, personally, though. he OK, so he is an entrepreneur. He is someone that's going out there and is exactly as you said, um, he's uh, using the systems that are already in place and just taking advantage of things that were already set in motion by the government. Mm-hmm. So I don't fault him for that. I fault the government for even having those systems in place to begin with. I don't like the idea of the government paying for those things. So even though it's, you know, arguably advancing the human race, like, you know, doing the travel, being able to travel from point A to point B and, you know, a fraction of the time or what have you, even with all those advancements, mind link or, or nerve link, you know, or neuralink, I still don't want government involvement. Government's bad. OK. All
0: right. Empty mall spaces to become Amazon fulfillment centers. We knew that mall deaths were on the rise, especially with all this pandemic garbage. So now people don't shop in stores as much anymore. So this plays into Amazon's hand too. So with all these malls that are vacating across the country over there, even Credit Suisse said that they predicted that fifty percent. This is pre-pandemic. Fifty percent of U.S. shopping malls were expected to close by the end of this year. That was without the pandemic. If those are on track, then that's going to leave a lot of empty real estate across the country. So does Amazon buy those up? What, what What do you guys think on that? GP, you're big on the warehouse thing, the Amazon company, and how they go through and and acquire certain things. So. Do do they go through and pick those up and make them distribution centers and expand their company more?
1: I, I don't have a problem with it because it's going to create more jobs. The end result is it's just more jobs. Right now, there's, that's zero jobs, right? Is it right now? It's zero, correct? Right now. Yeah. Nobody's working. Zero jobs and negative. In fact, the business owners and the people that have that are making negative. So if somebody wants to come in and build and employ people, make things more profitable, I have n- nothing against that. I don't.
0: I think it would be a good move, Although to be fair. I mean, if you're going to expand, I mean, all that space. And they've pretty much got an unlimited uh, unlimited budget there. So, I mean, do what you can with it. Sears, those are gone. JCPenney's, those are gone. At least they're going to be closing down all those places. At least I'm pretty sure. So, I mean, I could see them buying up. Uh, all that real estate. There's a shopping mall in an area where I come from originally. And I went in there the last time. I think I was one of 13 people in the entire complex. And it was it was really sad. It was really sad because that's a place people used to go to. And yeah, you just don't see it there anymore. I mean, people just don't go to stores anymore. And it's, it's really sad to see. So, I mean, yeah, I guess that would be um, that would be a good move for them if they would pick those up. But I mean, that's a lot of real estate uh, across the country and they don't have to they don't have to do much. They don't have to build new structures or anything like that. It's already there. They just have Mm -hmm. to obviously modernize and get everything up to code and standard and all that stuff and then
1: open up. The only dark side to it would be the situation where it's instead of, you know, like socialism as the government controls all the businesses. This would be a corporation controlling all the businesses. That would be the dark side. So it could be easily flipped to say corporations are controlling it all. And then they come in and say, oh, well, now the the government's going to take over Amazon. Amazon's now a government affiliate. Actually, I would. And all the businesses and everything that are government control.
0: I would rather see, I would rather see, you know, these Amazon stores that they're experimenting with in certain key cities. Yes. I would rather see personally, I would rather see an Amazon shopping mall if you're going to go that way with it. As Mm -hmm. in modernize it, make it all everything according to the Amazon stores that you're doing, but do the shopping mall thing. Keep it as a storefront, but everything's done by your Amazon account when you're there. So you don't have to worry about clerks and all that stuff. You just have people that, you know, restock and things like that and, and get the products that you need. But you go in, you get what you want, because a lot of times you buy something on Amazon. Like, let's say, for example, you go and you buy an appliance on Amazon. Well, that's a little complicated. The delivery system's a little different. You have to schedule delivery times and all that stuff. Or if you buy, say, a piece of furniture or something like that in a shopping mall, you could do it all right. It's already there. You don't have to worry about that. Or you could schedule a schedule a delivery time and they could have on site logistics. I'm just looking at it from a, you know, trying to keep the traditional storefront. That's how I'm looking at it.
2: Mm-hmm. But you can't with the pandemic. You can't oh. keep the again, with this. We have to again with this pandemic again with this. pandemic. All right. Well that's what uh, they keep pushing us.
0: Exactly. Yeah, all okay. right. All right.
2: Yeah. All right. I
0: I, I see what you, I see what you, I see your point. Yeah. Okay. We are out of time this morning. I do agree with you. Yeah, the, the pandemic. I wasn't thinking about the pandemic because in my mind I've kind of moved past that. But anyway, uh we are gonna have to uh jump. But I will see Bruce, I will see you later on this afternoon. GP, I know you got something coming up this afternoon, but maybe if you could jump in on the tail end, that would be uh that would be nice. It'd be much appreciated to get your take on something. I'll try and do it. Okay. So thank you guys for your time this morning. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on this afternoon and I hope everyone has a great one.